Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright but darkness looms. Where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. When we last left our story, Jack's two cases had converged catastrophically. Energetic engineer Teodoro Gibiani had been documented deceased under the assumed name of Kowalski. Can Jack find the connection between these two cases without giving away the game? Find out in part two of The Case of the Neon Nightmare. You are cleared to exit the vehicle. So where the hell are we? McQueen Mechanization Facility 001-AB. One robot factory to another. Hello? I say hello, may I approach? Identify civilian. Sims, McQueen Mechanization Manager number 42B71. I have my, uh, identification. You are cleared to approach. Thank you, Sergeant. Hello, you must be Jack Tracer. The one and only. And you are? Sims, of course. Right, of course. Quite the little song and dance you have here. Oh, I never play with protocol when it comes to men like our good sergeant here. I get it. I've seen firsthand that's a bad idea. Oh my. So you're the manager here, Sims? One of many. (laughs) Follow me, please. Sims led me across the wide paved lot where the Black Jacket's ship had landed and through what felt like a pin-sized door in the side of a monster-sized building. My apologies for the noise. This racket always gives me a headache. We can talk in my office. It's soundproof. You weren't kidding. You'll find that I rarely do. We work in a very serious business here. The kind of machinery we have could crush a man if you weren't careful. So I've heard. Hakuto filled me in on a few details before sending me along. Hakuto? Oh my. Then Max sent you directly. Well, please have a seat, Mr. Tracer. May I offer you something to drink? A coffee? A soda water, perhaps? I appreciate the gesture, Sims, but no thank you. Are you sure? I can have some coffee freshly brewed. No. Thank you. Well, you won't won't mind if I have one, will you? Knock yourself out. Sheila, would you be a dear and bring me a coffee, please? Cream, two sugars, and for our guest, a black coffee. Really, I insist you have something, Mr. Tracer. Fine. Lovely. Now, how exactly can I help you, Mr. Tracer? I need to take a look at the scene of the accident. Oh, my. I see. Well, I'm afraid there isn't... Much to see. A few members of the Armored Command came earlier and they ruled the whole thing an accident. I'd still like to see it. 
Your coffee, Manager Sims? Ah, Sheila, thank you very much. You are welcome, Manager Sims. Uh, Sims, you know what? Yes? I'll take that coffee if you have something a little stronger to add to it. Oh, uh, I suppose I have some of this whiskey back here, but... Go ahead and throw a little in, would you, Sheila? Honest to God, robot secretary. She, uh, no, it, looked a lot like you'd expect the secretary to look. If she were made of metal, had glowing neon eyes, and arms like an octopus. Anyone would need a stiff drink after seeing something like that up close and personal. Your drink, Mr. Tracer. Whiskey and coffee. Mr. Tracer. What? Your health. Appreciate it. That'll be all, Sheila. Please, ask me whatever questions you need to before we go. It'll be hard to hear once you enter the factory floor. Sheila will show you to the side of the accident. What? You're not escorting me? (laughs) Heavens no. I never go out on the floor of the factory. I'm a manager. That's what mechanics like our Mr. Kowalski... Well, regardless, I'm afraid there really is not much to see. The robots were in this case, unfortunately, too efficient. What do you mean? They detected a mess and cleaned it up. You're saying that. Indeed. The maintenance staff... Robots? Naturally. Except the dead guy. Except for him, yes. He... The robot janitor mopped up your employee and dumped him out like he was yesterday's garbage. Well, yes and no. I mean, that... Well, I suppose that to G147-B... Your robot janitor. Quite. Well, to him, Mr. Kowalski was... Garbage. Oh, please don't repeat that to anyone. It sounds terribly insensitive, doesn't it? That's not really for me to say. How did you know Mr. Kowalski? Oh, well, I didn't really. Aren't you the manager? Well, yes, of course, but Mr. Kowalski was a very private man. Didn't you interview him before hiring or anything? Well, no. I inherited him when I took over the position recently. Beyond that, all McQueen mechanization managerial staff oversee multiple locations. Most of the time, it was just Mr. Kowalski here. I see. Do you think that any other employees might have a reason to harm Mr. Kowalski? What? No. He never rubbed anyone the wrong way. Mr. Tracer, you seem to misunderstand. Mr. Kowalski was simply our insurance-mandated human floor supervisor. All of our other employees are robots. I see. Well, Mr. Tracer, is there anything else I can do for you? You got someone to be, Miss Sims? Well... I do apologize, but... Yes. (laughs) As I said, I manage a number of facilities for McQueen Mechanization, and I must move on to the next. Sheila, please escort Mr. Tracer to the factory floor. When he's done, please escort him back out to the good sergeant. Affirmative, Manager Sims. Mr. Tracer, it's been a pleasure, but I really must run. Of course. Please enjoy your day, Manager Sims. Sheila, you better show me where the accident happened. Of course, Mr. Tracer. Follow me. I followed Sheila down some corridors and onto the factory floor. The noise down there was pretty intense. Sims wasn't kidding about the whole headache thing. I'd been there a few minutes and already I was feeling it. Maybe more coffee and less whiskey next time. This is it? Approximately. What does that mean? No record of location. From floor discoloration, there is a high probability that within three meters is approximate location of death. Thanks, Sheila. Hmm. 
Not much left. Just a blood stain. Sheila, do you know which armored command unit picked up Mr. Kowalski's body? Standard protocol is to incinerate organic material. You're telling me the body was gone before they even got here? Standard protocol is to... Okay, I got it. No claws for a dead guy, huh? What about the robot that did the deed? Standard protocol is to dispose of malfunctions. No body, no killer. Everyone in the garbage. What the hell am I doing here? Sheila, did you see the accident? Accessing... Error. Error? What does that mean? You didn't see it? Unknown. There is no record. No record? How is that possible? Unknown. Calculating... Memory can be manually erased by authorized users. So there's no way to know this is really an accident... Or a murder. Hello, listeners. It's time for another edition of our Audio Drama Spotlight. And on this episode, we're taking a look at Just Press Playhouse. Here is Gabe in Orlando to tell you all about it. Hey, I'm Gabe. And I'm Orlando. From Just Press Playhouse. And we produce a new show called Time Trip, which is all about time travel, wristwatches, and finding your way back home. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean, or on our website at JustPressPlayhouse.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So So long and happy adventures! And if you would like to be on a future audio drama spotlight, Shoot us an email at neonnightspodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. Now back to Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. I didn't have much. Kowalski or Gibiani, depending on who you ask, was dead. Maybe even murdered. I guess that alone was something to go off of, but whew, what a way to go. Smashed by one robot and then scraped away by another. There was definitely something off about it all, but nothing I could prove. Not yet, anyway. Nothing about this case made me happy. Of course, I wasn't exactly alone in that opinion. As I was leaving the factory, the black jackets were already waiting to bring me back to Max's office on that flying castle of his. So, what do you have so far? Honestly, not a lot. My best lead is dead. Yes, the mechanic at the factory. What did you know about him? Hakuto, tell Mr. Tracer what else you've been able to find. There seem to be some irregularities within his documentation, but that's common with immigrants. Hmm. They didn't seem to know that Kowalski was really Gibiani, or that he'd been affiliated with the Dead Rose. Interesting. Better keep that close to the chest. For now. What is more important is that the camera banks and memories of all factory floor robots had been wiped. It was programmed. It happened at dawn after the accident that killed Mr. Kowalski. Figures. And after the protocol to clear the defective robot went through, both it and Kowalski's body disappear without a trace. No evidence except for the blood staining the floor. Exactly. So if you knew all this already, why'd you put me on this guy? There was a prototype at that factory. One Atticus Bell had worked on before disappearing. Kowalski's listed as being one of the lead technicians. Was he ever questioned about it? 
Ironically, he was originally scheduled to be interrogated this morning. By you. Well, that's a hell of a coincidence. Yes, and not an easy one to dismiss. Beyond all of that, Mr. Kowalski's irregular file led us to an empty, unlived-in apartment. Hmm. Something's up. Yes. The timing couldn't be more suspicious. My contacts tell me that the Dead Rose is having a huge match this evening. I heard the same. Hagato, contact this Sims character again. I want to know if she's holding anything back. Be as persuasive as is necessary. As for you, Mr. Tracer, I want you to go back to the Dead Rose and infiltrate this robo-boxing match and see what you can find out. I want my lead to Atticus Bell. Fine. Get me off this floating fun factory, and I'll get started. Oh, and by the way, Max, it's Jack. Akuto dropped me off somewhere off the beaten path and gave me directions to walk back toward the part of town the Dead Rose controlled. The walk was a pain. I had been up all night after all, but at least this gives me time to collect my thoughts. My immediate problem was going to be the Dead Rose. They were just as murderous as Max, but uglier. Well, except for Scarlet. She was a looker by any book. The jury was out, though, if she was going to kill me or kiss me. If I were a betting man, I wouldn't put my money on the kiss. As my thoughts wandered, I made my way back to the dirty dog. As I approached, I was met by a familiar face. There you are, Tracer. It's my favorite guy. Metal arm. Ha, hardy, har, har. Look, Tracer, I just came by to give you this. Keys? To what? Your apartment upstairs? Scarlet wants you close, not staying in some, uh, random hotel. So now we're practically roommates. Hey, dibs on top. Oh, you're a riot. You know that? You should have been a comedian. Yeah, that's what my mother always wanted. I was a real letdown. Go upstairs. Get some rest for tonight. You want to be at your best? You sure as hell don't want to let down Scarlet. Believe me. I went upstairs to check out this apartment they decided I was going to stay in. I didn't love the idea of being constantly under the watchful eye of the dead rose, but if it meant they trusted me, maybe it was worth it. When I got upstairs, I realized it was exactly where Daisy's apartment was above the smoky cat in my version of Neon City. I went inside and... Damn. Even the bones of the place were the same. This parallel world thing was going to be hard to get used to. Oh well. I better get some rest. After barring the door and tucking my blaster under my pillow, I did. When I awoke the next morning, I found a note slid under my door. Head to Subway, speak to Conductor, tell him you're out to smell the roses. Seal it with a kiss. Scarlet. Huh. I made my way to the station, which was swarming with homeless. 
Odd. All these empty buildings, and yet they were forced to sleep in the subway. None of them approached me for change or food or anything, and some even hid as I walked by. But their eyes, every single one of their eyes, watched me like hawks. As the train pulled up, I made my way to the conductor's car, which was, of course, another robot. Breach detected. Identify. Hey, I'm, uh, Jack Tracer. Designate citizenship status. I guess I'm a civilian? Civilian. This is a restricted area. Don't worry about it. Please clarify statement. I'm, uh, just here to smell the roses. Identify rose color. Color? Identify rose color or be destroyed in three, two, red. Correct. What the hell? Are we slowing down? Welcome, Mr. Tracer. Please proceed to the first door and enjoy the match. Sure, uh, thanks. Mind the gap as you exit the train. But it's just a tunnel. There's nothing here. Please Please exit exit the train. I got off the train. At first, I couldn't quite see anything. But as my eyes began to adjust to the darkness, I looked forward and saw a neon sign flickering in the distance. I approached it, opened the door and the sounds of a massive crowd spilled out. This was definitely the place. What new wonders await our hero as he steps out the subway tunnel back to the Siren Scarlet? Does missing scientist Atticus Bell have any ties to the deleted files and deadly end of the double-lifed Gibeoni? Find out next time on Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an evil kitten production. The episode, The Case the Neon Nightmare, was written by David Bennett. Theme song is done by Daniel Carl with additional music by Kevin McLeod and Dr. Saxlove. Jack Tracer is played by Will Snyder. Manager Sims is played by Deborah Kraft. Sheila is played by Haley Jane Oldham. Hakuto is played by Kim Fukawa. Metal Arm is played by Mike Callahan. And Narration, Conductor, and Max McQueen are played by John Patrick Wenzel. For more information on Neon Knights, please head to our website, evilkittenproductions.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. And look us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast. If you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. And finally, if you love the show, help us grow by sharing and subscribing to Neon Nights. Thank you for listening.